State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at at and for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girlbomb. Girlbomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girlbomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you ninjas and you pros. You see That's better. Clean, like, it clean it up, yeah. girl. And everybody in between. <laughs> and everybody in between. <laughs> What's up, Tam? Hey, y'all. It's me, Tam Bam. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in again. How was your weekend, AJ? It was good. I did much of nothing. Y'all know my life. You did something, bitch. Oh, you won't know my life. Right. That's what it is. She always like lying. Like I'm going to stop asking her how she did this, what she did this weekend, because she ain't going to tell us. No way. If it's exciting, maybe I'll share, but I ain't do much this weekend. Just get ready to for the week, bitch. We got a lot of shit going on this week, so yeah, just I, mentally preparing. I went outside on Sunday. I don't know how you do it. Girl, I don't be knowing Girl. how I do it either. It's just like, I'll be having a burst of energy and then then I'll be dead. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, I, I ain't do no cocaine. <laughs> Only at the end of the world will I try cocaine. <laughs> I went out, so I hung out Saturday night. I went to like an oyster bar, had some oysters drinks. It was light. 
And then on Sunday, Sunday was the turn up. I went to this spot called Smokehouse in Charlotte. Mm, I never been And it's like kind of like it's giving turkey leg hut. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like that, but Charlotte's version, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then um, after that, I went to Stats, you know, Stats on Sunday night. That's lit. I've never been on Sunday, you know. You got to come. Maybe one time. Uh, Listen, after, so uh, this Sunday, we have um, Henny and Waffles. They're in town. We're going to be hosting, so y'all pull up to that. Oak Room, Charlotte. Oak Room, yeah, so on the 5th. So y'all pull up to that. But after that, that's over at 8. We can shoot the Stats after that, girl. (sighs) See, I'm already getting flustered mentally. Why? Like, I really have to m- be mentally prepared for the turn up. If I'm not, like, and I force myself to do some shit, I'm going to be miserable the whole time. I'm a social butterfly now, but I be needing to, like, recharge in a real way. If you an auntie, just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an auntie, okay? I'm, I am actually an auntie. But my auntie. niece is like, I can't wait to turn up with my youngest niece. Like, yeah, girl, me too. But shit, my other niece, 25. I'm not really an auntie. Not yet. Aunties for chill, little kids. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we going auntie. outside Sunday then. That's what I mean. Hmm. So recharge and do whatever mm-hmm. you need to do. Get Medita- somebody else to do it. Meditate. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you need to do. Sunday is up. All right. Stupid internet news. What do oh, we have oh. this week? Shy. Okay. I think people publicly be scared to talk about this stuff, but I feel like we just should. I'm scared. I feel like we just should. Okay, what is it? Because we talk back. We like to give our opinions on things. Um, And if you're mad, talk to your mom about it. Yeah, you know, so, okay. Over the weekend, I think, I believe Friday, um, Zaya Wade, Mm -hmm. uh, court decided that, you know, she can change her name, also her sex. Mm -hmm. So she's... Now... Female based by, on the courts, based by on law. the courts, her name is Zaya Wade, and now she's a female. Okay, so also, um, over this weekend, I don't know if you watched the NAACP awards, I missed it, but Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade also received an image award, and they spoke a lot about their daughter, mm-hmm. Zaya. Um, I like to point out that Dwayne Wade has what two other boys. Mm-hmm. Um, you really only see Zaya and the daughter that they have together. Mm-hmm. He has two other boys that are not like. Well, maybe they don't want like a public image. Perhaps. They're kids too. Why wouldn't they want that type of public acknowledgement from their dad? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the mom, or maybe they get it in the media, just only latches on to. Well, I've been on Dwayne Wade's Instagram. Yeah. Oh no. Okay, that's why I'm saying this. But anyway. Um, he has, he does have a recent photo with his oldest son who's also playing basketball. Um, but I'm just talking about like over the years since this Daya mm-hmm. thing was a thing. Um, so now I don't, I disagree that a child 15 years old should be making this type of decision. Lifelong decision. Yes. And the mom actually tried to. Um, the biological petition mom. the court. Yeah. yeah, his biological mom tried to petition the court to have it that he had to wait until he was eighteen. Mm-hmm. That's what I agree with. He's not an adult. You can't smoke cigarettes. You can't vote. You can't go in the military, but you can change your sex. Yeah, that's wild. And my thing about the transition in the trans community, a lot of them haven't actually transitioned. They mm-hmm. still have their male parts. Um. So what? What's the transition? You just changing your name and then putting a wig on. Mm-hmm. That's the weird thing for me. 
So I believe people should be able to do what they like. It doesn't really affect my life. So why would, you know. 15 is rather young to mm -hmm. make that decision. I, You know, like. When I was that young, I didn't know who. I, sometimes I still don't know who the fuck I am. You know what I'm saying? So I've always I feel been like, pretty self aware. I feel like it, 15 is very young to be making such a huge mm -hmm. decision about who you are. But we're in a changing world. You know, the world is changing so vastly, and mm -hmm. I'm starting a new movement. Oh boy, here we go with the bullshit. I'm starting. Why? Why? Listen, I'm trans age. I don't identify as the age I was given at birth. The zero? <laughs> so so I don't I, I don't feel like I should have to identify as it. Why not? It's cool when they do it. There's a problem when I do it. Fuck them. <laughs> I mean, but where where does this lead where us? Does now? It, where does it yeah, like where's the end point? There is no end point. Like once you start it, it's like how you start, because how are you to decide that now I have to be but then you know, you take it there and then people could decide their kids. That's what, uh, and see, people don't like, a lot of the LGBTQ community, they don't want to be associated with those groups, groups of people, but they have infiltrated the LGBTQ movement. Well, they like have. Pedophiles and shit yes. like that? Yeah, so they don't want to be associated with that. You should not automatically think pedophile when you think about somebody who's gay. Like, that is No, absolutely weird. not. But those people have infiltrated that movement. They have. They're there. I saw a video this morning. This little boy, he might be eight. He's his his mom has him doing like drag shows, mm -hmm. dressing up as a little a little lady strutting mm -hmm. in front of grown people in a room. That's child abuse, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he might be eleven, no older than that. Mm -hmm. It's a little boy though, so dressing up in a, in, in drag mm -hmm. at these shows mm -hmm. and prancing with the grown men. Yeah. That is a fucking problem. Like where where, where are we going? Yeah. Well, and the parents are supposed to give guidance. So but then, did you then guide would, your son in that direction? Well, it, it's some parents that would feel like that. There's nothing wrong with that. That is lighthearted. That the way we're viewing it is a negative way, and it is not a negative thing. Zaya, she's dating a trans boy, which is genetically a girl. So basically, they straight. That's what I'm saying. What's happening? I don't know, girl. Anyway. <laughs> Moving right along. I can't. I cannot. I don't know how to. And I don't want to get us canceled this week. <laughs> I don't feel like, why, would you, why should we get canceled? And I, I want to start a movement. Uh, if you can be homophobic, what about being heterosexual phobic? Right. Why is that why not a so, thing? Because I we feel like that's a thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, while demanding respect, you're, dis you're being disrespectful. You know, because... Because I don't feel like we're saying anything hateful. We don't hate anybody. Absolutely we not. Got love for everybody, Zaya and the whole clan. And Who that, you me? know, that gets into our show today. You yeah. know, when we get in there. Okay. But, no, what is a woman? Yeah. That's that's where we're heading at. Yeah. So a white law student sues Howard University for $2 million after alleging he faced racial discrimination. So uh, this white guy, Michael Newman, uh, he's a former student at Howard Law, and he was saying that they treated him poorly. He was publicly ostracized, vilified, and humiliated by uh, the students at Howard University by being the minority there. And he's suing... Uh, he's a plant. The school. He's a plant. They put him there to cause this shit. We went to Benedict. It was some white people there. 
like Africans. It was different people from all over. Nobody right. fucked with them. So you mean to tell me like a prominent uh, uh, black university just mm-hmm. was on campus fucking with this white boy? I don't believe it. Yeah. Black people are very inviting. I don't believe that happened. Yeah, me too. I, I feel like we will invite you to the cookout if you're giving the right energy. Mm-hmm. So what was you up on that campus doing for exactly. them? If that was happening to you, it happening to you, I just feel like, what did you do? You know? And you suing for $2 million. Interesting. And then if it was the students, why are you suing the school? You know? Like... Did you report it and you weren't being helped? Right, or and they didn't do anything about it. Right. That would be the only way that makes sense to me. Right. I don't believe it though. I feel like somebody planted him there to do that. School probably already in debt. That two million to take their ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it seems like all black schools are low key. In they debt. are we, because okay, and that's the one thing. And people don't want to hear. It. They always oh, what did Trump do for us? Trump actually made it to where. HBCUs didn't have to go back to the drawing board at the beginning of every year and beg the government for money, you know, for mm-hmm. their government, um, um, for the money, like the grants and stuff like that. So he made it to where, like, they automatically get this money. Mm-hmm. PWIs don't have to go to the government every year for money. Mm-hmm. We know most black institutions are private, private, right? But they still should get federal funding right. as well because... I mean, it's a stu- it's a school on on American soil. Exactly, so some so. federal money. Yeah, so they do mismanage. Well, I can't wait to see what happens. Like, if he gonna win this money, <laughs> I don't know, man. I hope he don't get a dime. I'm gonna follow that though. I want to see. Yeah, me too. Um, I want to talk about my husband, my future husband, who is still well, on my goddamn vision uh, board. Let me just say this: I said I hope he don't get a dime, but had it been a black student at a PWI, I'd be like, I hope they win. Am I racist? Does that make me racist? Black people cannot be racist. By okay? definition. But we, we are cannot. prejudiced. Does that make me prejudiced? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love white people, though. But, I mean, I feel like uh, most groups give people within their group preferential treatment. We just don't like it when, it's ha- when it happens to us. Because it's like we really are not in position in many uh, industries to put people on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so, like, they can... In the words Not of my girl, be educated girl, and get the job over me. I rule you know? for everybody black. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right, what were you about to say? All right, I want to talk about my husband, Jonathan. That is Majors. not your husband, bitch. How he your husband if he bitch, sit at night with me? That's my motherfucking man. That's my motherfucking <laughs> man. What's that from? You know the little boy on um, Instagram. His name uh, I be crying so bad. You remember the dude who was drinking the wine? He was like, "Ooh, this wine got me feeling good as fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he had like a skit where he was uh, in his nigga phone and, and, and dude was waking up. Like you can see the eyes opening and he talking shit on the phone like, bitch, that's my motherfucking man. Uh, <laughs> that's my man. Okay. I feel like I, and him I have him. had several people told me that nobody liked him until I was saying I liked him. No, see, I mentioned him to you first and you, you was are- like, and you was like, bitch, he's my screensaver. So I didn't mention Tell him me. to you first. That's what we doing. I, that conversation never happened. No, Tammy. I didn't say. I, no, I like this nigga with this. I had to. I had have to you tell seen you this nigga with this big ass bell pepper nose? He fine as hell to me. Girl, and you was like, who? And that I was like, happened. Jonathan Majors. You like, bitch. That's my tell you screen saver. I had to tell you that is a lie. I had to tell you. I was who already he was watching what show Love. He played on. I was already watching Lovecraft Country. Girl. I put you on the show. Yeah, but I seen Jonathan Majors before Lovecraft Country. Me too. Anyway, listen, girl. You weren't playing him. I gave you a buka. 
What that nigga named the basketball player? I don't want him no more. Serge Ibaka. I gave you him. Can I have this nigga to myself, please? No, you're going to have Anyway, nobody nigga. wanted Jonathan Majors until AJ wanted him. I'm just going to say that. This AJ and the other AJ. Whatever. <laughs> What's the other AJ? <laughs> the other side on other days. Are you talking about your Gemini twin? Right. Yeah, but the way black men are on social media trying to drag my boy. Yeah. As if he like as if he's a face of male emasculation. It's so weird to me. Just say that nigga fine. Let's get over it. Like y'all know he look good, and women are liking him, and y'all finding a reason to be mad to not about like him. him. Okay, he did a couple photo shoots, but what about the extra super duper masculine men that are what you know, razzling and dazzling, you know, on the weekends, right. occasionally. Well, but you would never that. know. Like, yeah. yeah, just because he's taking a photo, then there's a new one now. Him and Michael B. Jordan showing some brotherly, brotherly love. love. It's a problem. But it was like very, you know, I don't, Is those pictures look like uh, vulnerable in a way that black men don't get to be with each other. And I think that's what made them And I feel like that's what they're doing and trolling at the same time. Yeah. Right? Like, what? why Why do we put so much, um, so y'all want to look a certain way, but live in an alternate lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Now, these men can be very manly, and still loving on each other mm-hmm. and only like women. Yeah. Right? I agree. While y'all like no homo, but you be low key homo doing the thing. So yeah. I don't understand. I don't like it. I need I need men to. I just um, need all of y'all to like love each other and start hugging each other and being nice to each other. Like uh, there's this skit on um, Terrence Nash. Uh, he did um, Random Acts of Flyness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's this one skit where it's just black men just walking by, showing each other love. Like I love that. It's so good. It's such a nice skit. But it is awkward to see because you're not used to just a nigga on the street saying, right. I love you, man. You smell good, my guy. Like, just talking nice to each other and hugging. And then all of them go into a group hug in the end. And it was so good. But it wasn't gay, you know? Right. Like, niggas would be like, pause, they wildin'. No, it's just love. Right. And we need to show it to each other. Yeah, like why can't why can't a man like I could say, girl, you look good as fuck today, that ass is fucking See? ass. Or whatever. We can do that, but men, of course a man isn't gonna yeah, say that. Dick is dicking. <laughs> boy, I see you in them gray sweatpants, my boy. Your dick is poking today, brother. You gonna get the bitches. <laughs> Of course they can't do that. <laughs> but you can say, man, you look good. But usually the men be like, I see you. Yeah. Nigga, I see you. Yeah, that's that's a compliment. Yeah. I, saying you look good is kind of wild. But like, I guess it's how you say it. Like, you fresh as fuck today, my boy. I think older men, they cross their legs. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of the images that came out with John, Don, Jonathan Majors. Like, yeah, he had this like... Fur little coat. fluffy little fur coat, no shirt on, jeans, cowboy boots, and he had his legs, legs crossed. crossed. I liked his expression. Me too. I and did. if you look at his pictures, that's how his mouth is. Mm-hmm. He, he got feet. full lips. Yes. Full nose, the brown a, skin. Just a black man. Woo! That nigga is how I know God is real. Yes. Not saying man is God, because you know women are God. I like his Y'all nose go about all it. the way across his face. Yes. Yes, yeah, spread but, that nose woo. for me, baby, because it look good. His back. <laughs> God is real. Yes. Ooh, I love a black man back. He's really, uh, he's good in everything that he's played in. Yes, he's awesome. You know, anyway. it's another one that he has that very uh, manly presence. Uh, he played in... Um, the Harder the, They Fall? No, that's the Jonathan Major. Yeah, oh, who are you talking about? I'm talking about... Um, 
He played in oh another character. Yeah, a, a different guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel, the Great Debaters. I don't. Know and he got another character. wide nose across his face. You never seen that? <laughs> another wide nose across his face. I like no. That. I gotta find out what his name is. I'll bring it up we to y'all. We want all the civil rights face niggas. Okay? Yes, pull up on me. <laughs> we love y'all. <laughs> just remind me of Martin Luther King. I just know shit ain't gonna go down around you. Yeah, that's what I like. He looks like a man, man. Who just had a baby? Kiki named her son a civil rights name. He is gonna be a leader. Mm. His name is Leotis. I told y'all Kiki was pregnant. Yeah, you that little, yeah. That little, her face Leotis, that's cute. definitely a civil rights, like, he gonna be Is it Leotis? Are you all about the NBA action? You gotta try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone. And that means every driver who wants more, whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder. The vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 
2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Leotis. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Kiki. Congratulations, Kiki. All right, so that's it for our stupid internet news. We're going to be right back. All right, y'all, so we back. And we want to talk plants today. So with the rising cost of eggs and the supposed mm. food shortages, y'all hoes better learn how to make some shit grow other than dick. Okay, <laughs> so we talking horticulture, horticulture, <laughs> wet cola. Be talking. Oh, we talk back today. Hey, hey, guys. hey, hey! Thank, hey. You, for <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. We are doing a podcast. I'm hey. to be here. A little backstory, guys. So yes, we were in Memphis for St. Jude's, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we met Cola getting lunch. She was late and we was late. So we were eating late and we got to talking and mm-hmm. she let us know that you do Black in the Garden. Black, Black in, in the, the Garden, garden. podcast. And AJ and her got to talking about their plant life because they are into that way more than I am. Like I suck at keeping anything alive. So all right. Yeah. Talk to us about how you got started though. Sure. So how I got started, well, I was born black. So that's the first part of it. Black in the garden, mm-hmm. you know? And then I feel like I've always, as far as I can remember, had an appreciation for nature and Mm -hmm. just, you know, being outside, stuff like that. But I wasn't really raised in a garden. I just like being outside. But as I got into adulthood and I was trying to figure out 
how do I be a good citizen? Should I be consuming as much artificial ingredients? And, mm -hmm. you know, I had just had a baby. I had like a natural birth with my 10-year-old uh, daughter. And so that was awesome. But I was just leaning into more and more ways to get more natural with my lifestyle. Like I had went natural many years before, like pretty much started in college, mm -hmm. like most of us do. And in doing that, and I got a little, I remember getting convicted. I was like, yo, why, what would it look like if I'm as hyper-local as possible with the way that I consume my food? So that led me to say, mm, maybe I'll try growing, growing some food. Let's see how that goes. Right. But I went about it intuitively rather than going out and seeking some actual information. You know, I didn't even consult with Auntie Google and I suffered for that because it was pretty much a flop. Like mm -hmm. I remember it was some cucumbers or something. And I was like, boom, got the seeds, bet. I'm just gonna sprinkle them out here in the grass. I was renting a house at the time. And well, I cleared up some dirt and mm -hmm. I said, okay, I could do this, boom. Sprinkled the seeds, watered it, walked away for, I don't know, a week or two. And I just came back to like nothing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. so I was like, damn, I fucked it up. But it turns out that that was a lesson. And so going from that, that like you said, when you, when you fail, we were talking about this earlier. Mm -hmm. When you fail, then it kind of sets you back. You feel like maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I shouldn't do this. But I just went to the store and I went to, you know, Walmart or whatever clearance section because I, I really didn't have much money mm -hmm. and we can talk, touch on this later but gardening is a ha a hobby or habit if depending on how bad you got it it can be expensive I didn't really have it like that I just had maybe 10 20 dollars for the week to put into that thing mm -hmm. so I went to the clearance got me some little clearance plants saw what I could do with that and accidentally I ended up uh doing what I didn't know at the time, the term is propagating. A piece of a plant fell on the ground in the mud. And then I noticed that some roots had taken, you know, it started to like regrow into another plant. Mm -hmm. I was like, what's mm -hmm. that? What? Am I gardening now? And it turns <laughs> out I was. And then I started getting houseplants <laughs> and that anybody who can relate, especially from what I call the plantdemic, when everybody was getting plants right. when we were stuck in the house, Mm -hmm. Anybody who did that can relate to how I found myself having, I don't know, one or two houseplants, looked around a few weeks later, house full of plants, like, yo, okay, well, this is nice. It's a jungle now. But that was, it was the houseplants that really helped me to like, feel like, okay, you can do this because I'm watching them grow. But I got a bunch of them because as I'm looking, I started collecting them quickly because I wanted to engage with the plants, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. they just really sit still most of the time. Which, so I'm like, it's not enough going on. Which ones did you get though? Like, which house plants did you get? Because I, I bought a money plant, mm -hmm. and then that bitch died immediately. You know, and then I also money did get the PPP right after that. <laughs> what? <laughs> you got, I got I, my plant died, and then the PPP was like, nah. You <laughs> wow. And I think those two was. You think there was a connection there? Yeah. Wow. Um, so which plants did you get? <laughs> I don't specifically remember. Okay, so I know the first plant that I remember bringing into the house because it was around the time where I had just moved into another location. Mm -hmm. And it was um, the proper name for the plant is Aglionema, but it's the plant that you see in the mall all the time. It's like a Chinese evergreen. 
is the common name for it. Okay. And so I remember getting that. It was big and it was bushy. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. And I don't remember killing it, but I killed a lot of plants. Mm -hmm. That's, I feel like any gardener who is proud of the fact that they never killed a plant, it's all cap. They're lying. They're lying. You've got to kill plants. In order for to you to learn. be successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to learn. The shit said give it two ice cubes a week. <laughs> That's what I did. The ice cubes? Really? That's my plan said. since I'm totally different. It's like water every six weeks. Every, every three weeks, every uh, six ounces of water is what it was. But what for the money plan. It's the money the plan. Money I got mine is still alive like a year later. I can't say that I my really. shit died within like 30 <laughs> days. It was over. I, it might have been about six months. Y'all forgive me because I... I refer to plants like they're people sometimes, but I don't know her like that. I ain't never had no money. Money plant. tree? Money tree, yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a money tree. That, cause it's like the, the branch is kind of like braid yeah, itself. I know of. which one you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like when I tell you I was crazy about the house plants, I started getting into, as I wanted to learn how to identify them. I was living mm -hmm. in Florida at the time and I wasn't really sure what it was. I just knew what I was drawn to. Mm -hmm. I like the plants with big leaves, mm -hmm. you know, um, that big leaf energy. It's, it's exciting to me. It gives the home a jungle type of feel. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> the money plant, because it's got those little bitch ass leaves, I'm like, mm, not so much. So you said big leaf energy. Yes. Is there a plant I can get yes. to have big dick energy in my house? See like, now, see. Is there like a plant that like, she's gonna go? <laughs> is there a plant like that boost like the testosterone. Builds testosterone and all that kind of like, you just inhaling the and like pheromones and shit running I feel house. like, Hmm. I feel like most plants in general, just because of the fact that they help to increase the oxygen levels in the house, mm -hmm. that can naturally help with, with the erections at the very least, if that's what your, your concern is. And boost the is. endorphins. Yeah, the mm -hmm. endorphins, you know, um, it can make really, you happy. It could give you kind of like an <laughs> Adam and Eve kind of like, you know, like a role playing kind of vibe because you kind of pretending like you in the jungle. You right. know what I'm saying? Bust out the, lo the loincloths. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I so see where you're going with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But you need a lot of plants for that. Like I couldn't just get one snake plant and then you be could, Adam and Eve. You could finesse it. I, I'd say maybe... Maybe about at least four or five. You know, you want to kind of put them around the bed or something. They're like expensive that. though. They can get expensive. You just got to know where to go. You got to. I'll tell you about my plug. Okay. Because <laughs> like one plant I found was like ninety, a hundred dollars for like one. The larger plants. Yeah, it was a larger. Plant. Yeah. So that's um just you know I call it a beginner tip if you're looking for a plant that is a bit more affordable. And like I said, I was broke when I got started, so. I was looking for the cheap plants. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, go to the clearance. If you feel like you might have the ability to rehabilitate one that, you know, look a little sad, then that's for you. Mm -hmm. But uh, the smaller plants are less expensive, as you can imagine, because they invested less time in growing it. But you got a big old, you know, seven foot money tree, like a fully mature one then yeah, it's gonna cost a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But I'll also be fully transparent because I don't think I really shared this on Black in the Garden podcast. But when I first got started, um, I operated kind of like a booster for my own interest. Oh, you and I'm gonna tell you how. <laughs> Let me tell you something. No, when you said you got convicted, I thought you was about to tell us you went to jail. Oh my God. No, not yet, like, not yet. Hold on, you see how you pop right? pieces of plants? 
Maybe, allegedly. <laughs> I mean, that's like, my, my mom would be doing that shit. <laughs> if it's on the floor, you know, there's, that's a controversy that that is in the community of my soil cousins, is what I call mm -hmm. my fellow plant enthusiasts. But no, for real, like I when I used to have, I don't know, I'd be like, I only got thirty dollars this week, but I want that one, and that bitch is twenty five. So here, what here's what we're gonna do. Big old plant. It's got a lot of stems and stuff in it. So I would purchase, I would take it home. I would take out a few little pieces and make my own new little plant. And I would take her back with the receipt, okay? I feel like we're gonna catch a charge. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. No, that's still, <laughs> don't do that. That's before I got saved. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yes. So look, is, you, do you think gardening is, you said it's more expensive, or do you think it's it more be. expensive than buying food at the grocery store? Oh, no, 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 I wouldn't say that. So. Buying food at the grocery store, I mean right now. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, put it in put it in context. Growing your own food, it certainly can be less expensive because consider uh how much you would pay for the ingredients for a salad, which could add up to, I don't know, let's say thirty dollars. Mm -hmm. Wow, okay, mm -hmm. y'all shop at Whole Foods. This, yeah. Okay. Whole paycheck. <laughs> yep. Whole paycheck. So you can spend, let's say on average, about twenty dollars on your salad supplies, or you could spend maybe $6 on four packs of seeds between lettuce, maybe some tomatoes, you know what I'm saying? Some cucumber. And so you've spent less on that seed investment, but I'm gonna be real about the time investment. Yeah, about to say right. how many months I gotta wait for yeah, the salad. It's not like you just get it right away, but once again, another hack, a beginner hack, or even just a quick, food hack uh i call the microgreens the fast food of of growing food okay mm -hmm. as in you can grow microgreens very cheaply and quickly in about two weeks what's a microgreen a microgreens is like the baby version of like spinach lettuce whatever that's like when it first sprouts okay are you familiar with like the plant life cycle everybody at least planted a bean or something in third grade in lima beans i remember yeah. doing lima meat lima beans right like in, in water when you were a kid. exactly yeah. so that first little sprout that comes up what happens with microgreens is like basically you take a handful of seeds and you spread it like kind of thickly across the soil surface and then within about a week or two you'll start to see all these little sprouts that have come up you've seen microgreens before at the mm -hmm. store but mm -hmm. that's the process mm -hmm. and it's it's a quick turnaround. It's it's a hustle for those who are, you know, entrepreneurial enough to be like, hey, I got a little bit of space because it doesn't take a lot of space. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can grow them cheaply and expensively. And that's a cool way to have uh, some quick vegetables. And they're also pretty healthy because they are good for gut health. You know, mm -hmm. do a little research, do a little Googling mm -hmm. and you'll you'll see. So that's my pro tip hack. It, yeah, it can take some time, but there's ways around that. And mushrooms, I also recommend. I shrooms. know they might seem like they're into oh yeah. How I don't know look, how can we grow our own shrooms? Yeah, I don't know about the magic ones, but mm -hmm. I know about the tasty ones. And what's the difference? About, they should grow the same way, right? They probably do, but I haven't researched that. Now I have researched like growing marijuana. You okay, know I was about to get into that. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, we can get into that. Um, that's on my bucket list. Uh, I have like a gardening bucket list. Mm -hmm. So there's certain things like a 12 foot tall sunflower that I would love to be able to grow in my lifetime. I haven't quite done that yet. 
but marijuana is one of them. Would the climate here be right for a sunflower to grow that tall? It can. Yeah, I've seen them. Like, or I've, we're um, not too far from Riverdale. No, we in Atlanta. Yeah, we in Atlanta, South by the way. Shout out to them. Shout out to ATL. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've seen, not too far from here, I've seen sunflowers, like, walking down the street or driving down the street over the tall fence. I could see them, like, well over the fence. So, it's possible. Just you have to do it in season. Mm. And fun fact, somewhere around north of here, I believe there is a sunflower field. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's like something, of course, the sunflowers only come in at a certain time of the year. But mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking because my term for myself as like one who appreciates the business and the, the entrepreneurial aspects of uh, ways to make money growing plants I think about something like a sunflower field as something I would like to be able to grow. So I can, A, have people come through and be like, oh, we want to take pictures out here. You know, everybody loves right. having a grammable mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And so these are the kind of things that, that I think about in, the, in that sense. And that's something that I would, I'm grateful to be able to share with y'all on y'all platform like this because in the conversation that Black people are having about all the things that we talk about, mm -hmm. we're not talking about this enough. And there's a lot right. of bags around uh, horticulture and agriculture and stuff like yeah, that. That a, we've been a weed field next to that sunflower field. A weed field crazy. next to the sunflower field. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the other part with the sunflower field, after you're done taking the pictures and everybody's come through and had their moment, we cut the sunflowers down and we can sell them hoes. Mm -hmm. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? And we're making money out here. People pay good money for six sunflowers. You see them at the store and you see them at State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for the drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MBG. 37 Highway MBG. 33 Combined MBG for Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MBG. 35 Highway MBG. 31 Combined MBG for Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MBG. 36 Highway MBG. 32 Combined MBG for Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MBG. 34 Highway MBG. 31 combined MBG 
for Rogue SL and Platinum all-wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. So let me ask you this. I saw that on your uh, Instagram page, you had like a connection with blackness yes gardening mm-hmm. and like you had some pictures of some people from like the early 1900s and yes like that. yes can you talk to us about that absolutely so that is my botanical black history series and that series it started with um my first year with black in the garden was 2019 in mm-hmm. november is when i started and so by february of 2020 i was just like cool first black history month doing this very black horticultural show. So where's the black history in relation to people that have been, you know, really dope at growing plants or Mm -hmm. just anything related to horticulture or agriculture. 
Of course, the first one to come to mind for most of us is George Washington Carver. Okay. I call him the goat. Yes, the goat of botany because he truly is. But there was two things that happened. One, I learned so much more about George Washington Carver in the process of researching for that series. Stuff that I didn't know, stuff that I had to share because I'm like, we don't know enough about him. Like, he was an artist. He was actually, in his later days, friends with Henry Ford. Henry Ford, like... Ford mm-hmm. car Motors. built an elevator in his house mm-hmm. <laughs> because he was sick and he was in a wheelchair and he couldn't move around like he needed to. They mm-hmm. were friends like that. Mm-hmm. And the other things that I was learning about um, just botanical black history in general was like, wow, it was so deep with me wanting to get that information and not being able to find it on Google. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the library. Mm. That's how book. deep it was. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, there's not enough of this part of our history that's being shared. But there's there's so much to explore and I'm still still figuring it out. Yeah, because I think that goes into like land ownership, which we're losing. Right. Okay, so we don't even have this space yeah. to grow. I, mm-hmm. I found this article online. It's a brief history of uh, America's black farmers from the past and present. So it says yeah. in 2020, 24% of black individuals experienced food insecurity, mm. which was more than three times the rate of white households. The black community consistently faces high rates of hunger due to social, economic, and environmental challenges. So mm. to address the high rates, a lot of people are now like getting into growing their own food. Because once you get that, get that stuff going, you can mm. feed your community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. that's something that just wasn't passed down, you know, from generations, how to grow food, how yeah. to uh, do preservatives and mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. My grandmother used to have like a cabinet full of preserves yes. like, that she made. And I, I hate that. that I never took the time mm-hmm. to Aww. learn how to do it. But she did, she did leave behind a recipe book with all that information. In. Girl. So Ooh. maybe I That's a bag right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and learn how to do that. I yeah. mean, I'm talking about a closet you open up and it would be covered with peaches and apples and pears oh and just all of that stuff. Yeah. And it would be so syrupy sweet though. Goodness. Like, yeah. Because you preserve it with the sugar. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That I mean, when you consider the fact that historically we have not had refrigeration mm-hmm. for is within the history of humans we've not had refrigeration for longer than we have mm-hmm. and we've been eating and surviving and thriving you know and so as we figured out how to make the crops last longer or last through the winter mm-hmm. then that was a part of what we had to do but i love how you not only mention your grandmother but um what you mentioned as well about how we're not doing that on the scale that we used to. It's not as important as us. What I've recognized is even recently is it seems like there's a lost generation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's kind of our, our generation, unfortunately. Baby, let me tell you something. My we got to figure out everything. Take me out there in that field because I'm yeah. from South Carolina. Yes. So we'd be in the country uh-huh. and we had us picking peas and shelling peas and mm-hmm. bugs and shit. And I remember we was in the, <laughs> was in the garden. In the field, and she was picking something, and something bit her on her leg, and she slapped Swatted. it, and it and was Kevin blood moved. pouring from her leg. And oh I said, "Baby, God. I'm going back in the car." Yeah, and I got in the car. <laughs> and she, the windows was up. She wouldn't let the windows down for me, and I sat in that car and almost died. Oh my God! <laughs> Not trying to be out there in that field. That shit different. 
It it is wow. So you said was, a lot. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot. This yeah. little girl seeing all that blood pour from her leg and she just slapped it like it wasn't nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my grandmother like was raised in that environment. Mm-hmm. Like I I seen her take down a hog. Like mm-hmm. chase a hog down and I like take your it grandma. Down. Yeah. Yeah. I went with that shit. She though. had a dress on. Yeah, like a country ass <laughs> dress, running down a hog and take it down. Yeah. And cut his throat that's so badass to me though like that is badass look i used to think it was like disgusting when i was a kid Mm -hmm. but now as Mm -hmm. a woman i wish i knew how to do that stuff yeah yeah you just made me think about harriet tubman um one of the things that many people don't know about her legacy apart from you know freedom and and the underground railroad is that she was an herbalist Mm -hmm. she was a master herbalist she Mm -hmm. had to be um to the point where she would use certain herbs and tinctures even and especially she had to use something to quiet the babies on the Underground Railroad because you can imagine so babies start crying, we we fucked up. So, so they drug the baby. It was the first yes, melatonin. Pretty much, yes. The first <laughs> <laughs> Black History Fact, Harriet Tubman, the first person to give a baby. To melatonin. drug the fucking baby. And here we are today. Now y'all using it so y'all can party. It was so your baby can go to sleep. For freedom. Yes. That Harriet was doing free. it for freedom. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That makes more sense, though, right? <laughs> y'all so stupid. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So I'm just, I cannot say this enough. It's just so exciting to be on here talking with y'all because I love y'all show. Oh, by the way. Thank you, girl. I love y'all show. And thank so you. getting to talk about what I talk about just what I feel like is in a vacuum sometimes. Cause you know, podcasting sometimes feel a little isolated. Right. And to be able to share this with y'all in this way, um, it, it's very fun and exciting. And it matches the vibe of what I create on the Black in the Garden podcast, because what I noticed before I got started and I saw this is the audience is not being served is I noticed that when it comes to conversations about plants and horticulture and gardening, mm-hmm. it's real dry and it's very much like the stereotypical image of gardener is like old and white. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and and like, farmers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and farmers. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, no, uh, we farmers. we out here when I <laughs> first started. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I first started outside, like the outdoor aspect of growing stuff, mm-hmm. I was in Florida. I knew that the gardening bug had bit me, not the bug that she was talking about with your grandma, but like I knew that I didn't want to do anything else Mm -hmm. because I remember being out just doing some like very novice kind of landscaping around the yard. Mm -hmm. But as long as I was in the soil and I was tending to all the plants that I had on the porch and around the porch, I never wanted to go in the house. I would be sweating buckets. Didn't want to eat. I didn't want to go pee. I did not want to leave that space. It was just, I don't know. I don't know what it was about it, but I knew that that was turning my life around in that way, because Mm -hmm. I feel like it was just a few years after that when I started the podcast. See, I would like to be like Jody Mama, like in my yard yes. with like a nigga in the back, like doing yeah. all this shit. And I'm just sitting there drinking you. my wine, right? But I mm-hmm. live in a high rise. So Ooh. how do I <laughs> <laughs> how do I have like a garden on my patio that mm-hmm. a nigga could at least water? You What's know that what little setup? I've seen it. It's mm-hmm. like a like a little not a wall, but you you can have oh, like yeah. little cups around it and grow we your got a lot of options. lettuce. Like, yeah, like yeah. just put cups on the. No, on no, no. Oh, it's like a little. Setup. Yes. Oh, there's mm-hmm. there's so many. We do have a lot of options. I myself 
I don't have a yard right now. I have a balcony too. Mm -hmm. So I'm out here trying to make it work just as well. And so I would say you got to do your assessment of, of what's going on with the light. Because if you're on the wrong side of the building. I am. So that there's not a lot of sun coming. Uh -huh. And I'm on 24. So I'm up pretty high. You really so, up there. Yeah, I'm really up there. So hmm. that's <laughs> we another. We don't have to talk offline about that. But I, I would be happy to give you specific tips on your situation. But as you can imagine, it varies from situation to situation. Mm -hmm. Can we grow up that high? <laughs> can we? I don't see why not. Hydro. Yes. Now, weed is also, <laughs> or cannabis or whatever, it's on my bucket list of things mm -hmm. to grow because what I understand about it before having given it an earnest attempt mm -hmm. is that it's it's very, it has very specific conditions. Right. It's easy to fuck it up. And I don't want to do that. I've maybe dabbled you smoke? in the past. I'm an enthusiast, absolutely. I Where love do you plants. even get seeds? When plants. I buy my, well, wherever I get mine from, everything uh -huh, ain't no seeds in it. <laughs> you can't mm. get seeds nowhere for your fruit I mean, for your weed. <laughs> disclaimer, because we got to say this, because we, I feel like I've said enough to have somebody knocking on my door later. That shit do legal, it where man. It's legal wherever <laughs> you know. If you're in a legal place, then you got absolutely. access to the seeds. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, ask around. It's they're not hard to find. There's seeds. Yeah. If, if you sell. Give me some weed with seeds in it. Yeah. I'm going to feel like you that owe was, me money back. That was how I... <laughs> <laughs> well, in my experience, as I've started, since I've started with growing and everything, if I was to uh, allegedly have got some seeds in, in the situation, then I might have tried to sprout them. And, and I had success with that, with some of them. Yeah, I encourage it. I By all means. Don't get mad. Just... Go plant it. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. I would be like, bro, bro, what is this? <laughs> what is this, my boy? Okay, so let's get it right. You know, <laughs> refund, exchange, whatever we got to do. All right. So mm -hmm. my, if I go home right now and I buy a plant, yes. What what plant do you feel like that can go in my house that I could absolutely not kill? A snake plant. Everybody know that. Yes. Well, everybody are those like don't the hanging ones? Asking me. What's that? Like hanging? Like the hanging? Oh, that's another option. That's the well. There's a lot of plants that do that. The vining plants is what we call it. What's the snake plant? That's Pothos what is mm -hmm. what that is. Um, a lot of people associate that with their grandmothers or at, with the mall because those are very popular in the mall. And when you think about it, this is how I approached it. Once again, going back to my intuitive beginnings with how, figuring out how to take care of some houseplants. I started it with houseplants in Florida, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I was doing was I was observing the plants a lot of the plants that we keep in our house in Florida, they just everywhere, they in people's yard. And so I'm observing where they're growing. Are they growing in the shade or are they growing where the sun is like touching them all day? We call that full sun. Mm -hmm. And so if I noticed that a plant was thriving in full sun, then I would know that I could bring that in my yard and I could put it in full sun. Mm -hmm. So when you see those plants in the mall, you can take that cue to know that these plants can grow in the house as long as there's reasonable light coming through. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. That mm -hmm. was the logic that I employed to figure out, okay. And that's so, so I share that with people so I can, so you can kind of take note and pay attention. So, you know, okay, well, if I see it growing like this, then maybe I can grow it in my house. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's okay. fair. I yeah. feel like I don't get a lot of natural sunlight in my. Mm -hmm. And you can supplement, you can get grow lights. That's the thing it's mm -hmm. on, you know, I'm gonna try again. The website I feel motivated to try stuff. again. Please do. You want to try with the weed? Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm going to put it to you like this. 
You need to activate your green thumb. And you I want to try to grow some shrooms, honestly. Yeah, you I was watching YouTube moment. about it just recently. Like mushrooms mm. or shrooms, shrooms? Shrooms, magic shrooms. I want to grow my own because I, I, I feel like I've tried that. some from yeah. other people, but I don't know that. What is this? For real? Did you feel anything? I cried the last time. Oh, like, I, I had a lot of shit on my fucking mind. Okay. <laughs> no, that one time you called me, you said you had. Did you remember the, the picture of my out. foot? <laughs> <laughs> the shoes had my feet what? like stuck like this for like an hour. Really? <laughs> oh lord! The first time I did them. Okay. Yeah, but the second time, well, I, I would say the third time. Uh huh. Yeah, it made me real emotional. So I'm like, man, I need the first mm. one because I was meditating, chilling. See, I, <laughs> yeah. I tried that shit one time. I ain't doing that no more. I had. I some was chocolates. Tripping. Yeah, I had some chocolates one time, but. I don't feel like anything happened. I think I let them ride a little too long because they you gotta add for, weed. No, I if was you do smart, add weed. I was listening <laughs> to classical music. I don't never listen Ooh. to that. I was listening to classical music and I was looking at a painting and I was like zooming yes. in in the painting like to the like and I was like, oh, that's an island right there. It was nothing. It was like an abstract wow. painting, but I had decided that it was an actual place in another dimension. Shame. That's <laughs> what happened. Yeah, that, I mean, I mm -mm. I wish I could speak from experience like y'all, but what I've heard from other people's experience mm -hmm. is that it depends on where your emotional and your mindset right. is mm -hmm. at the time that you take them because no trip is going to be the same. Right. So if you have something that you need to deal with, then you might not have a good trip. So wait, is ayahuasca another plant or is that like That's a cactus. I don't know enough about that. We're going to Peru. We're going to do that. Yeah. We're talking too much about drugs. Let's get back to tomatoes. Well, let's get back to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I am not the expert on psychedelics <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly not the expert on the psychedelics so um i'm gonna tell y'all what i know and what i don't know i will let you i don't know that. that's what i'm doing for my hort girl summer i'm yeah. definitely doing some ayahuasca yes this summer peru okay. uh costa rica someplace yeah it's gonna be done when you go or actually before you go it'll probably be easier look into what the botanical garden scene is like out there. Find a garden to go to. There's really great gardens in the United States. I've been to a lot of them from sea to shining sea. Ayahuasca but is illegal a lot of places. It's illegal? Yes. Illegal or legal? Illegal. illegal. Okay, whatever. That's <laughs> not, you gotta go no, someplace and actually careful. do it with a shaman. I you heard do that. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We're talking about I think someplace in California it. does. It. It. I'm not sure though. <laughs> You said you think it's legal in California? There's somewhere in California where you can go with a shaman and do mm. ayahuasca. What if you became the shaman? Mm. Mm, maybe. <laughs> Look, I'd be too stressed to out to journey? help other people with their shit. You okay. might do it. You never know. You got to challenge yourself. Um, but in, your, in your garden, do you have vegetables or is it just like pretty plants? Or do you have like, I mean, you know, your patio? Where you right grow? now, I just... I just moved just a few months ago and I had been through a transitional period. I'm in this reconstruction phase of my life. You're regrowing. Regrow absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I mean life was life thing, divorce was happening. You know, my family got really shook up as a result of that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know on a show like this, I don't have to explain that like coming getting on the other side of separation which ultimately became divorce, that was very rough. That was very challenging and I pretty much had to like start over mm -hmm. and this starting the podcast black in the garden that's a part of it I was already interested in plants and you know I knew that I was a good communicator and I'd be good at podcasting mm -hmm. I was an avid podcast listener and so I was like mm, this is the time to start it and so 
it that definitely was a big part of this, you know, new growth for me. So I'm saying all that to say that in that transitional and reconstruction phase, we finally got stabilized enough to where like I had my uh, homegirl keeping my plants for the last year. She just brought them back like a month ago. So mm. I have the house plants that I have right now. Not plant sitting. Yes, plants, that's the thing. Oh, <laughs> people get and another way to get money too. And beat up if you let my shit die. Oh, <laughs> you don't want me to sit your plant. Oh my god. You go get a exactly. funeral video. That's so funny that y'all mentioned that because she was very emphatic when she picked up the plant. She was like, I can't guarantee that all of them will be returned to you. And that that did end up being true. But I had to reassure her, it's okay. I'm going through what I'm going through right now. And I care enough about these plants to have you take care of them. Right. But also what I'm dealing with and, and getting to the other side of it is way more important than if these plants survive or not. Okay, I got to survive. I got to take care of me first. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so she did pretty well. But, you know, that that's an interesting point because, like, it could have fucked up the friendship. <laughs> You know, I was a little bit sad about, you know, one of the plants my, that was my favorite. I didn't get it back. It didn't make it. She left it outside during the frost and then it died. But, you know, um, that made our friendship stronger. <laughs> Not your voice shaking. The fuck? <laughs> I loved her. We talk relationships, so yes. I'm about to get in your business a little bit. That's fine. So I know you said you were divorced. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like pandemic? ruin your marriage because i feel like a no. lot of people were like either their marriage got stronger mm -hmm. or dissolved during the pandemic no narcissism ruined my marriage mm. <laughs> okay let's talk about it i did i <laughs> did the best that i could do not even saying that i was perfect but um in some of the things that i can recall from my experience in that marriage first and foremost because i had to get really real with myself especially as it ended and be like, yo, why did I even do this in the first place? Ooh, I believe mm -hmm. I got married when I was about 27. Mm -hmm. And full transparency, my thought process was, oh, you about to be 30 um, soon enough. Um, I was a single mother at the time when I got married. So it was like, okay, let me get a husband. Okay, we got married really fast, mm -hmm. which I did not know until long after that that was a fucking red flag. Okay, you know, rushing into the love bombing mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I came into it and I very much was like, Hmm, I, this is what I feel like I should do right now. I want to be somebody's wife. I want to get chose. Mm -hmm. And that was like as deep as it went. I mean, of course I like the guy, but it was more so like, look at me. I, I got chose. I'm married. I remember I started this silly ass Not a Facebook pick me. Group. Yeah, I was with me. Yes, for sure. Not no more. Mm -hmm. I have been delivered. But I started a Facebook group and I was very adamant about it only being married black women in the group. Wow. Like you could not be in the group if you was like shacking up or whatever. I was I was silly, but <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> I was silly. I have evolved and like it's it's telling though, because mm -hmm. we all know women who operate in that way mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's superficial as fuck. And so as you could imagine, that did not really lead to there being a deep substance in the the meat of the, the core of that relationship. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I would rather be fully honest and transparent, especially about something like that, that I experienced mm -hmm. 
if I know that somebody could potentially hear this and stop themselves in their tracks from going down that path. Because would you get married again? Not right now. Yeah. I would get married again, but it would have to be like under the most positive 1000%. Absolutely. I know that you're not toxic. You've been therapized. You've been healed. I would get married again under very specific circumstances. And one of those circumstances is uh unpopular stance, which is I don't want to live with a nigga. Oh, I do not. I always say like when I get married, I do want my own room and bathroom. Same. I want to be able, I know my bed and my bedroom is going to be the nicest part. So of Hello. course he's going to want to sleep in here, but yeah. I want, I don't see how the fuck people get married in a one bedroom apartment. Live together. I'm going to trip that bathroom. nigga up if he walked past me. For real. I don't want to share a kitchen. In the midst of an argument. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I just, it's, it's not just the experience that I had with my marriage. It was like growing up and having to clean the piss around the toilet from my dad. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like slipping I and sliding, and like the way that my mom carried it <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> Dead ass. The way that my mom carried it was very much like, okay, you know, I. It's she they did just what do she was it. supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know that dutiful. You know that generation. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was just like growing up and me having to do it a lot of the times, <laughs> and then thinking about how do I want that to look when I am in a marriage. I was mm-hmm. just like, nah. What I don't understand is. The dick is is like a straight line. Typically, Some people might have a hook in it, uh-huh. but you need to know your angle. If you got to turn this way to hit the toilet, like why the fuck? Oh, is sit it your on ass down floor? and pee. Lift up the seat. If you can't aim, sit down. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like something they would learn. It's lazy. You know? It's just I don't you know? know. I don't have a penis, so I can't really speak to what that logic is. But y'all could do better. Anybody yeah, like, why is it on the floor? And it began sticky. Pun intended. It used to make me so upset. <laughs> Piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would get like that, um, if you wait too long to clean it up, it would get that really strong kind of um, ammonia kind of vibe. What is happening? Nah. We went from plants to piss. <laughs> Ma- wow. And talking about relationships. <laughs> yeah. Because we got to get into the range of the experience. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The plants is doing what they're doing, but life is what's happening while mm-hmm. the plants are growing. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of segue into these broader conversations. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all connected. It's all connected. I saw recently um, a post on Instagram and it was saying there's a sixth love language that people don't talk about, which is chaos. Like a lot of people. Wow. Exactly. So, you know, I know uh, a lot about that. Actually. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. when I he- when I heard that, I'm like, man, a lot of people out here don't feel loved mm-hmm. unless you cussing their ass out so they get you up here mm-hmm. I can and that's the that. narc that's the narcissist that's exactly mm-hmm. that's that is what i was referring to and i was like it was a lot mm-hmm. because i i just realized it you know how it is hindsight is clear, the clearest view mm-hmm. and in looking back over some of the experiences that i had and i remember sharing uh an experience about there was a lot of instability and that was another thing that was very frustrating for me especially after I started getting really into plants. We moved a lot. There was a lot of instability, like financially. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to have a garden. Mm -hmm. You got to be stable for that shit. Like you literally, when they say settle down, put down some roots, I'm literally like trying to put these roots down Mm -hmm. and we're moving so much. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? 
And then I remember sharing it with um, someone, a, a woman who I didn't even know her that well, but I shared one example of uh, how we were in a really good position mm -hmm. and I was making good money and he had just started the job. And then somehow, like it just happened so fast where he ended up being unemployed again. And, and it seemed like it was intentional. And so the person who I was talking to, she was like, they were pulling the rug from under themselves because for that lang that love language of chaos, just speaking to that, she was saying that some people, they don't feel comfortable when things are going well. Right. They need to sabotage it so that they can feel, so that they know where the swerve is gonna be rather than anticipating that they're gonna get busted in the face by life. Mm -hmm. And that's such a scarcity, like this is the mindset there is like, oh my goodness, but yeah. Um, it, it just, it wasn't fun. So on the other side of it and the, you know, how they say do bad by yourself mm -hmm. and that reconstruction that I was indicating that was me doing bad by myself, mm -hmm. but I enjoyed it because I was just like, I ain't nobody to blame, but me. And I get to have full autonomy and I get to be the captain and the navigator of this ship. Mm -hmm. And I got it right. You know, yeah. um, Black in the Garden was happening the whole time. Although whatever might've been happening for me personally, I'm extremely resilient, mm -hmm. you know, just like these plants out here. Mm -hmm. um, well, not your plants, cause they- <laughs> <laughs> Struggling, <laughs> struggling. Yeah, and just being as resilient as I know that I am, I was just like, I get through this. And the, the podcast is just steadily, there's always been opportunities coming from it to the point where now, I'm full-time at it and it sustains me and my kids. How many That's kids great. you got? So, yeah, I have three kids. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk this coloring book because I saw that you sold a lot of- Oh, books. I was supposed to get one in uh, Memphis too. I got too. you, they they right here. We got them. Okay. Yes. So what made you like decide, hey, I'm gonna create a coloring book and I'm oh, gonna yes. sell it? Yes, I love that question so much because there's a lot of parts to that. So it's the Black in the Garden coloring experience, right? And it's the experience, it is a book, obviously, but I call it the experience because every page that features a person, an illustration of a person that you can color is a guest that has been on the show. So early in the podcast, as things were coming together, like I just mentioned, like things were going well with that. It's like every corner that I turned, somebody was there to like help me move it forward. And one of those people was Paula Champagne, who is the illustrator that has that branded Black in the Garden, as you see it, and you know, like that really cute illustration of the, the podcast logo. And she illustrated my guests for like two years. Every guest that I had on the show was a cute little illustration that's mm -hmm. a podcast cover. And so you look on my Instagram, um, you can see all those pictures. And I just did these Valentine grams featuring those illustrations. Mm -hmm. But I was looking at them and I was like, oh, maybe we do a calendar with these. Because, you know, podcasting, we try to make money. Right. We need some merch, okay? Right. And, yeah, we did T-shirts. Yeah, we did stickers or whatever. But I'm a think-out-of-the-box kind of girl. So I was like, hmm. And I'm also very much like a marketing nerd. So I'm thinking of, like, how do we get more uh, visibility and brand recognition from this. Mm -hmm. And when I realized, okay, what if you just convert the illustrations into coloring pages, then I knew that I had to do that. And that was also low key inspired by 
the podcast that my kids listen to, because my kids listen to podcasts as well. They listen to this uh, show called Circle Round. And I'll admit, sometimes I'm a lazy mom. I don't read them a bedtime story, but I'll be like, y'all lay down and y'all listen to y'all podcast. Okay. And take this melatonin. No. <laughs> Harry Tubby. <laughs> Face ass. <laughs> That was her, not me. That's what she do with her chair when she Get your Harriet Tubman snack for me. Not your Harriet Tubman snack. Um, I would listen to... (laughs) I listen to it with them. Sometimes we listen to it when we're taking a road trip or something like that. And I noticed that um, they mentioned that they had coloring pages Mm -hmm. for some of the stories because it's like fairy tales. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, "Mm, that seat was planted like probably years before I even thought of the coloring experience. But yeah, it's called the coloring experience because everybody that is in there has been a guest. So I, I was like, yo, what it looked like when you got the coloring book and you coloring the person while you listening to them talk, that's an experience. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, the marketing aspect of it and the listener engagement aspect of it, where I was like, I want to bring y'all all the way into this world with me, soil cousins. But also there's the representation aspect. Mm-hmm. It is an adult coloring book, but coloring books by default are very appealing to children. And so the other thing I know about children, especially black children, as I recall what it was like for me, when I think about, damn, what would it have looked like if it was somebody like me? Somebody like, you Mm -hmm. know, cute and and, and fun and and charismatic like me that came into my classroom or my after-school program or whatever, telling me how cool it would be to do this plant stuff. So I think about it like that, and I think about how that equates to children not seeing themselves in this. Mm. And I'm like, yo, I know a coloring book is not going to change the world, and it's not going to necessarily make the child that is coloring in it want to be a botanist or whatever. But at least they will see, oh, this is this is black people with plants. There's this lady on the cover like hugging a right. fern, you know. So. Mm-hmm. That's that's another part of it, too, is I want the kids to get inspired Mm -hmm. to get into um, at least plants, but absolutely a plant career field Mm -hmm. because it's dominated by white people and it's a lot of money in it. And that's good for our economic development, of course. But there's so many benefits to being, you know, involved with plants and nature because, you know, wellness and peace and and all of that good right. stuff yeah yeah speaking of the kids like one of the things like one of my goals in life i would like to build a like a school right because mm. most schools hospitals prisons they look alike mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what if you had a dome like school open mm-hmm. kids inside it can actually grow yeah with I light kanye just did that in la he don't have in a dome he didn't do and that they had them all and black and shit. You know? No, nigga, that's not the same thing. Okay, they wasn't. No, what's Kanye School? Oh, uh, Donda. No, this ain't Donda School. This no, we're not doing school. that. No, he didn't do no. Donda. But yeah, because okay. by the time kids get out of school, you're missing sunlight. You that know what I'm such, saying? So you're not getting the 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 shit you need to actually grow properly like human beings. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. why not have like the kids in like a just sunlight coming in. I really, Plants in there, the yeah. kids. I want that. I love that. I mean, shout out to you for, for thinking in that way. That's I call it visionary Oh, my thinking. Kanye shit. It Come on, like, now. It's a little culty. A little culty. <laughs> I, I think about the Kanye dome. was teaching uh, 
real shit at his school. It was not COVID. It, it really? closed down? Is it not open anymore? I don't think so. Maybe was because there he lost funding. They had yeah. like one year school? With the money. But was there anything was related no to gardening in that school? Possibly. I don't know really anything about the school. I just heard that it may have closed. Well, let, let um, me ask you this. What? We do a segment called Dumb Bitch Story. I know you don't heard the show, so I think you've heard it. <laughs> oh, child. So we need you to share. Come on, girl. Tell us a story. Dumb Bitch Story. Dumb Bitch Story. You are so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. Wow. And I knew this moment was coming. Yep. And I just. Because, <laughs> wow. You um, dating right now? I'm not dating right now. Um, I just. I tried to dip my toe in, but. I was very unimpressed and I just took it right back out. I was just like, what is this? I don't, I don't know y'all. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it has everything to do with the fact that I've fully gotten into this era of my life where I am an entrepreneur. And I had to, back in 2020, when I was just starting to feel that way and I was trying to figure out like what, you know, just talking to people and recognizing that there was a big disconnect and it was mm -hmm. between anybody I tried to talk to. And I Googled it and I was like, how do you date as an entrepreneur? And that helped a lot because mm -hmm. it was indicating there is a different way of operating. The person that you're, that you're trying to build with, they have to understand the way that that lifestyle works because it's a way of life. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, nah, I can't, I can't fool with y'all. Y'all are silly. And you know, the, the odds didn't feel like they was in my favor. So mm -hmm. no, I'm not interested in dating. And I feel like the taste for dick, dick, not <laughs> dick so much. Well, maybe sometimes, a lot of times actually. It's an acquired taste. <clears throat> the taste for like, you know, <laughs> wanting to have a man all the time has been really taken out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And I'm very much mm -hmm. like focused on building the business, scaling the business. I'm trying that's to get really there. important to me, you know? Um, <laughs> And I, in any, in any time I've just tried to, you know, let me see what you're talking about, boy. They don't be talking about nothing. You try to run away from the dumb bitch story. Don't do that. I'm not running away I from the dumb that, bitch story. Y'all yeah. help me go on the tangent. Y'all went with me. Okay, so what's the dumb bitch story? Um, help me narrow it down. I have a lot. Okay. Uh, oh my God, I have so many. The time that you felt most played, like I cannot believe this man just did that oh to me. God. All right, let's get into oh, it. Oh, that I allowed this man to do this mm -hmm. to me. Let's get into it. Um, I've never said this on a recording. I got ghosted one time. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I mentioned to y'all before we got started, in my past life, I was a trucker. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I initially began trucking when I was very young and hot at the age of 21. Okay. Okay. Thotting out in these streets. So you was a trucker. You were saying like you was driving an 18-wheeler? I was driving an 18-wheeler. That was my first foray into like a professional grown-up job. Mm -hmm. Okay. A whole way of life, once again. And I remember there was someone who I was like my situationship. Mm -hmm. um, they was top-notch. It was so good. Mm -hmm. And so we would, we was both <laughs> trucking. And so and we fucking. would thought in the truck. Hallelujah. Trucking and fucking. So we would find each other. Yes, all those things. We would <laughs> not you were driving lot losing. What you know about lot losing? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that I got story. I want to start a podcast on that. That's another time story stories hey. for another time. That's gonna be a good one. But I remember um me and him, we would 
keep in contact with each other regularly mm -hmm. enough so that we knew where we was going to be at because you got to coordinate. You can't not just right. pulling up at the house. It's like, oh, you finna be in Charlotte? Okay, boom. I'll be there tomorrow. You still going to be there. We'll meet somewhere along the way. Y'all was fucking in the truck? Yes. We would, <laughs> we fucked in like at least six different states. It was, it was never bad. But I remember it was his birthday. Um, he had like three <laughs> baby mamas, by the way. Mm. Um, I remember his birthday was coming up. I was in Texas. He lived in Memphis. Mm. And I remember driving up from like Dallas to Memphis, like nonstop. Like just, I stopped maybe once to get fuel and to pee, but I knew that it was his birthday. I was pulling up and we was going to do what we do. Mm. I got there. I let him know I was there. I didn't hear from him. I was ghosted. Damn, you drove I... with a diaper on. What? Oh my god! Yeah, that was. I was so. But the dumb bitch part about it was. Um. So that happened. I remember, like, I really did cry that night. You know, you come back. Imagine. Did you have a load going there at least, bitch? You did I have driving. a load going there? <laughs> Did you have a load remember. coming back? I feel like I, I did have a load going there because that was the only way I could justify making that long of a trip like that. Right, okay. So it it worked out. You know, um, I otherwise would not have driven that far in that short amount of time. It wasn't necessary. I had more time to get it delivered. But the dumb bitch part was <laughs> after that, like, I, I was young. You know, I was still figuring shit out. But I remember, like, driving and just continue with the job. But I was like really hurt. And I, every truck that passed, I'm looking like, is that this thing? You know, like, cause I knew what his truck looked like. And I'm just looking in every truck, every truck for months. I don't remember how long this went, but then we pulled up, I pulled up one day. I remember I had um, what we call a reefer, a refrigerated truck. And so I remember I was somewhere in Tennessee. I pulled up to a yogurt factory to get a load of yogurt. And I remember going in, talking to whoever I talked to, getting the papers, getting ready to go get loaded. I look up and there he go. And I was just like, okay, we find each other again. We fucked that night. You fucked him again? Yes, Yo. that was the dumb bitch part. Cause I had no business. What did he say why he would, he went missing? He really didn't have to say much of anything. He was just I happy can't. to see him again. I was just happy to see him. I was like, so of course, naturally Damn. the first question, where he was at, what happened? Oh yeah, so like my daughter had dropped the phone in the toilet or whatever, and then I lost all my contacts. That's what I remember him saying. And I also remember, and this is just adding layers to the dumb bitchness of it all, is I, I remember- It's an illness, it's a sickness. I remember he kind of smirked and I was just like, something registered in my mind like, damn, he really think I'm stupid. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, if for any dumb bitch story that I have, it was always, I knew what I was doing. I knew I was being dumb. Like mm -hmm. I knew that th you should not operate like this, mm -hmm. but still I proceeded. <laughs> so yeah. that well, was you ain't name. the only one and you ain't the first or the last. That's so. it. On the truck now, on the truck. <laughs> I ain't fucking on the truck. Man. Well, I mean, you was driving the truck, so you was getting paid. At least you got paid. Yeah, period. So yeah. there was, you know, there's a bed for those of that are not familiar with how that, that works. Um, sure. You could always go get a hotel. Um, but I stayed in the truck, you know, I'm saving my money. I'm not out here to spend all my money while I'm on the road. Right. That mm -hmm. stuff adds up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a bunk and there's two beds in there. So mm -hmm. yeah, we was getting it in. It was a great time. So the next time you fucked him, that was the last time? 
It might have been one more time after that. Yeah. But I feel um, like she just kept fucking his ass for another year. Kind of She's still off. fucking him. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't even. I can't. I don't even know where he at. I kind of wish I knew though. But I don't. <laughs> they had Facebook. Everybody on there. I feel like the last time I saw him was um, like 2000. I don't know, five or something. So oh, this is a long, long time ago. Tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find your coloring book, where they tell us, drop everything that you're doing. I'm right here. No, uh, you can find me. <laughs> Go to blkinthegarden.com. That is BLK because something happened with the other domain. Don't, don't fault me for that. But that is my website and that will link you to, you know, all the socials and stuff. But the main social uh, media platform that I use is Instagram. And uh, you can find me there with my handle, Black in the Garden. And yeah, I do the Twitter and all that other kind of stuff. Um, I'm scared of TikTok, y'all, but I'll figure that out. Mm -hmm. It's so intimidating, but it's also so fun. Yeah. But yeah, you can find me there. And, you know, I've guested on a bunch of other shows and all that other good stuff. But mm -hmm. if you want to support me, absolutely, by all means, get the Black in the Garden coloring experience uh, and whatever else I have to offer on the website because I got to feed these kids. Okay. Right. And I, I yeah. need to get me some more plants mm -hmm. and I need to get a house so I can have me a whole yard and, you know, I can bring you over there and get your Jody hog wrestle yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You, we deserve this. Yeah. We grow yeah. weed at your house. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Yeah. We're going to grow weed at your house. Girl. <laughs> see, I it's mean, just like it's both of ours. I'm, we just smoke it. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Yo, you so much. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you, Carla. Yo, that's so dope. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I done dropped this shit up. <laughs> All right, y'all, listen. So if you enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on your iHeartRadio. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. 
got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.